generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Welcome in, you are listening to another episode of keepthechange.co.nz's Money Mail every Friday 9am. What's up now? It's nearly the end of the financial year. I'll tell you what that means too. You need to be thinking about the end of the month and doing your financial position. So you want to be doing your tracker, you want to be seeing what you've got coming in in April, you want to be doing your financial position and figuring out what are your assets, what are your liabilities. I've already been thinking ahead to doing mine. I've also seen that I sort of had some spare money. Uh, for March as well, when I did this earlier in the month, and I thought, well, I need to go and invest in something. So I whacked a couple of extra investments into my sharesies with some cash that I knew I was going to have. And that's what you can do when you actually start to look at your cash flow and see what money you've got coming through and what spare you might have left over as well. That spiel done, let's get into achieving my weird goal. Now, those of you listening to the 30 and 30, shout out to all of you because you would have heard me talk about this a little bit. So I'm going to keep this one fairly quick for the Friday listeners because if you want to go and hear me talk more about it, you can go back into the 30 and 30 and hear me talk about the top tax bracket, which was on day number 24, and you'll get a little bit more context about this as well. But let's get into this week's lesson. As I told you last week, it is nearly the end of the financial year, and I recently realized that I will achieve one of the goals I set for myself when I quit my job. For the 2022 financial year, I will pay the IRD more tax than what my entire salary was when I left my job. I'll say that again, my tax bill for the 2022 financial year, which runs from the 1st of April 2021 to 31 March 2022, is going to be more than what my salary was in the last year I was in my job. Now note, the financial tax year for most Kiwis in New Zealand runs from 1st of April to 31 March, you know that. I also noticed that the dividends I've received from investments will be over 5% of my entire salary when I left my job too. Now I actually got a fright by this because I was in my MyIR having a look at the dividends that I had to pay tax on and they've been getting reported to the IRD and I, we talked about this last week and I noticed, I was like, wow, th- those are 5% of what my income was when I left my job and I was sort of like, wow, that's, I didn't realise it was it's that much because a lot of them have been reinvested so that I'm not collecting the money, I'm just buying more shares with those dividends. Gave me a little bit of a fright, but a, a fright in a good way. Now trust me, there were some lean old years in between today and quitting. And I'm talking not having much cash, okay? Trust me on that one. 
From house sitting to avoid paying rent and finding the cheapest lunchtime meals, shout out Ben. He messaged me after he saw a post about this and was like, I still remember hustling those Bombay Indian meals. We could get a feed for under 10 bucks, I think it was. And it was kind of like our little treat. We would go down there together as a mate of mine. And uh, he was starting his business at the same sort of time. We would go and get a nice curry to share a bit of time together. And there was no kind of swanky, nice Auckland restaurants at that stage. It was just a butter chicken and a cheese and garlic naan. I think you could squeeze a Coke in for 10 bucks as well. But hey, you know, I'm glad to say I've graduated past that. Not that I don't like a good curry. I was hunting for a solution because I had a low cash problem. That means I had fuck all money, okay? Anyway, it has taken me a number of years, but I've worked my way into the top tax bracket. This tax bracket didn't even exist when I left my job. That's the 39% tax bracket for income over $180,000. Now, there are about 119,000 Kiwis in this tax bracket. More importantly, this is an income level that a previous version of Luke didn't think was possible. To quote myself, only rich assholes earn money like that. That's for the elite people, etc. Well, I guess I'm a rich asshole, and I'm part of the elite then, huh? Well, I don't think so. I've just learned that money exchanges hands when value exceeds price. I love to help people, and one thing I've noticed is that the more that I help people, the more chance my income has to increase. I don't think I've ever added more value to society than in the 2022 financial year. I've also given more money than in prior years and helped a number of people too. I don't tell you this to brag, okay? So let's just be upfront here. I'm not telling this to brag because there's people earning a shit ton more money than me. I was telling about uh, telling people about a client of mine that's got a million dollars in profit that they have to pay tax on. Their income's a million dollars. You know how many businesses in New Zealand turn over a million dollars, i.e. sell a million dollars? Not many, about 15% and above um, turn over a million dollars. Well, this business, the profit's a million dollars. How good's that? That is their income for the year. So there's you know, people doing way more than me and that are swinging around way bigger accessories than I've got, if you know what I'm saying. So I'm not here to brag. I'm just telling you that uh, that is my situation. And I tell you this because someone reading this or listening to this will be inspired to quit their job, maybe put in a little extra, maybe invest a little bit more, maybe contribute where and how they can, maybe volunteer somewhere important to them, maybe pay some more tax, maybe think bigger, maybe understand that they're capable of so much more than their salary. That's why I tell you this. Now, when we make major life choices, we can inspire others to do the same or take actions that they might not have otherwise taken or that they might have been putting off. Check out this feedback from someone I've been able to help during this time too. Jono Lloyd West, Tax Compliance Plus Decision Making for Businesses. Well deserved, mate. Your hustle is unmatched. I've fortunately been one of those people you've helped along the way. If you didn't push me to give it a crack on a, on my way a couple of years back, I'd, oh, on my own a couple of years back, I'd no doubt be slaving away and I'd be lucky if I was making half of what I do now. Thanks for all the advice, support and referrals you've thrown my way these last two years. I really appreciate it. Now this is a cool piece of feedback for me because there's a young lad who wanted to catch up with me and I went for brekkie with him a couple of times. He was mulling over some decisions for his life and I said, mate, fuck that, like go down this path. And I'm playing with someone's life at this stage but I could tell that this person sitting in front of me with how they're acting, with how they held themselves, with their intelligence, I'm like, if you go down this path, you will kick some ass. I know it because... I can see a version of myself inside you 
and I know that you've got the things that you're going to need if you go down this path. And so that's what they did. And two years on, they're basically thanking me on my post for me explaining how I've got myself to a version of myself that I didn't even think was once possible. And I've been able to help this person in the meantime. But also, what it's driven me to do is actually genuinely try to help them because I've known that they've sat there in front of me trusting my advice at one stage. And I'm like, I need to refer this person some work or get them in front of the right people and stuff as well. And you will find that people that really want to help you, they really do want to help you. And they will go in above and beyond to help you achieve the things that you want to uh, achieve. And sometimes you won't even know that they'll be willing to do it before you even meet with them. So just think about that. People do really want to help you. So be bold to share your major life changes and decisions with your friend group, whether these are financial or non-financial, because you don't know who you will encourage. People are getting bombarded by negativity and doom and gloom a lot, all the fucking time. So remember, add some positivity and encouragement to the world where you can, okay? Now perhaps this is not a goal many people would set, because let's be honest, who wants to pay heaps of tax? Seems like a pretty stupid goal, but one I'm happy to have kicked. The top tax bracket has about 3% of taxpayers in it. You pay a high amount of tax once you get paid a lot. To get paid a lot, you have to deliver a lot of value to a lot of people. Therefore, my goal was really about contributing a lot of value to the economy and the people I work with. It has been interesting to see how my dividends have crept up too, as I've followed my investing strategy, and this has reminded me to stay patient with this methodology. To remind you, my methodology is to stack my cash in investments that pay dividends in the hope that I'll get paid those dividends and it will decrease the cost of my lifestyle because the investments are paying for my lifestyle, my rent, the increase in food, petrol, etc. is being covered by dividends and that is the work of other companies. That is my purpose for investing and that is the methodology I've been following. And to see that 5% of my what was my income when I used to have a job is now dividend income is really, really exciting for me and a reminder that I'm on the right path. Now, I've got a long way to go, but I'm ready for the challenge. Inflation and tax rates are about to become very, very political. It's easy to have an opinion on these matters. It's hard to go out and be a person to try and solve them. Remember that we live in a country where if you, where if you are good enough, you can still achieve a lot and contribute, contribute a lot. I just want to say that again because I think I stumbled on that like three times. Remember, we live in a country where if you are good enough, you can still achieve a lot and contribute a lot. What I mean by that is that we live in a country that still has a system where if you're good at what you do, then you can be rewarded for it. But there'll be so many people around you putting a cap on what you can do and, and telling you the opposite and, yeah, what's the point? You might as well not bother. You're fucking pay too much tax if you do that anyway. Who cares about all that shit? If you're really good at something, go after it. You'll add more value to the world. Eventually, the money will come back to you. You'll contribute more. You'll be happier. You'll be more fulfilled. Other people will be as well. And you can be rewarded for the hard work and the good work that you do. Now, it's always easier to to expect others to pay. It's hard to challenge ourselves to figure out how we can pay more. And that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to figure out How can I get myself into that top tax bracket? That's going to mean I'm going to have to add a shitload of value to a shitload of people's lives. Get after it, Luke. Let's figure that out. How can I pay more tax myself? Well, I'm going to have to be good at what I do. That's going to see me contributing more because we're geared the other way. How can we get the most for doing the least? And that's just kind of human nature, right? Of like, fuck it, why should I have to pay for that and stuff? And I've even said that myself and still kind of think about some of these things. But you know, when we force ourselves to figure out how we can contribute more, we're thinking like a percentage of people that is so low. 
And so we're having to challenge the way that we're thinking and we're having to find ways to do that. So get after it, it's there for you. Now I recorded an episode about this in 30 and 30 audio lessons this month, you can find it here, click on the link in the email if you want it, but just go back and you'll be able to listen to it in the uh, podcast week number 20, uh, day number 24 in the 30 and 30 episodes. Have a nice weekend, PSU are one of 5,422 recipients, is there someone you could forward this to? Put something on your social media perhaps, or send this on to somebody who might be inspired by this content. Now did you know? ASB economists expect a $15 billion hit to New Zealand's household budgets this year. That's around $150 less to spend per household per week. Now this is due to housing costs rising by 8%. What ASB are basically telling us there is that their economists internally are expecting that there's going to be $15 billion less spent by households this year. They're not going to have that money to spend because things are going to be more expensive the interest rates are going to be higher, so they're still going to be spending money, but it's not going to go as far, so it's a bit of a hit to the old New Zealand household budgets. You're not going to be able to get as many pairs of nappies, you're not going to be able to get as much petrol, uh, you're not going to be able to pay down as much of your mortgage because you're going to be paying more in interest and all those types of things. So there's going to be less disposable income for people to spend on things because costs are creeping up. So ASB are predicting that it's going to cost the economy, well, it's going to hit the economy $15 billion. Now, we kept it short and sharp because I've already done a bit of content about this, like I said, in the 30 and 30, if you want to go check that out, and that's day number 24. But uh, I've got some good content to come for you as well. There's some really interesting data that's come out about the amount of money sitting in different types of banks. And I think you and I, we can all figure out who's got this cash, who has got this cash, whose bank accounts is it sitting in, and how can we get our hands on some of it at some stage. I'll leave you with that. Please tune in to some of the 30 and 30 episodes. I've been getting some outstanding feedback on those, 350 to 400 listens a day. People are learning a lot, and it's really, really exciting to see. So don't sleep on it. Keep your learning up. Look after each other out there. Hopefully you've been inspired by my growth over that five-year window. See you next Friday.